When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to a Monday edition of Sports Day. Uh, Scotty Sattler here. Woogie is away at the moment for the day. He'll be back tomorrow. It was a pretty exciting weekend of sport if you're a cricket fan. Huge news over the last 24 hours, if you haven't caught up lately, in relation to the Women's T20 final overseas against South Africa. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But... Outside of an exciting week, which is the first week of the NRL 2023 season kicking off, Melbourne and Parramatta will kick off the season on Thursday night. Badge, our great mate Badge, retired about three or four weeks ago and we searched every nook, cranny, street, highway to try and find a replacement. And we couldn't find anyone, so we just found the nearest bloke outside (laughs) the building. Officially welcoming the very first time to SEN, um... Matty Rogers, how are you, Rat? Oh, mate, I'm great. And it is an absolute pleasure to be here, Sats. I just, my picture's on the wall now. I look just at saw that. that. Jeez. Look how, look how young I look in that photo next to my photo where I look old. Nice tan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, the photo, listeners, uh, just to paint a picture, there's a, a, a current photo of myself and, and Rat and then two action shots. And Rat looks like he's dead set 16 out of the hood with a with a mullet. Mullet, yeah, yeah. yeah. You look like you've seen a ghost in that photo where you're playing. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Your eyes wide open. It's probably Gordy. It's probably someone coming at you. Yeah, so yeah, how mate. are you? Oh, I'm great. And, uh, yeah, it's been a it's – it's, it's an exciting time for me to – I love sports, that's uh, – to be able to come in here and talk footy. Now, all sports, for that matter, um, with yourself and, and with Woogie, you know, when he's in, uh, I'm excited, mate. So, yeah, thanks for the welcome. Yeah, thanks for the Kia, the seven-seat Kia Sorento award-winning. Uh, brings us – the, not only the NRL news, and we'll get to the women's T20 a little bit later on, uh, SEN commentator Barrett Sunderason, one of the best in the business. He sits down with Aussie paceman Mitchell Stark ahead of the third test in India. Still, I suppose, not much to play for when it comes to victory, but it'd be good to finish the series on a positive rat and then go into the ashes with some confidence. Yeah, absolutely. And and how important is Mitch Stark going to be in this mm. test if he lines up for us with, you know, the announcement that Pat Cummins is out yeah. the next game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, big, big. Big, uh, big inclusion, Mitch Stark. If his finger's all right, or what was it that he broke? He broke his finger, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, Pat Cummins had to return because of his his mother is is very ill. So yeah. there's no way that he will and should return to to India. It will preview the 2023 season of the Eels, of course, Grand Finals last year. Rat and I will discuss how we think they're going to go uh, in 2023. Uh, Chris Nelson. Racing Queensland, he joined us again with all his tips. Well, he won't have any tips this week. He just tell us where they're racing this week, and uh, we'll get his tips later on in the week. But the top stories throughout the last 24 hours is the women's T20. We're getting to get to that after the break. But Spencer Linu, big news in rugby league, departs the Panthers at the end of 2023, going to the Roosters. Raddy's a very young, exciting front row. He's a, he's a tear away, and he's a Panthers junior as well. Well, the rich just keep getting richer, don't they, in rugby league if you want someone and you're, you know, a good, strong club. And look, to be honest, it's credit to the Roosters. I mean, they've they've created an environment that people want to go to and, Mm. you know, players go there and they become better. 
and that's, you know, a testament to them, their, their infrastructure and, you know, their coaching and, um, yeah, look, as a, as a, if I had, if I was a young player and, you know, I was, you know, on the open market and I had a decent offer from the Roosters, it'd probably be something that you'd seriously consider. Do you know the Panthers, they've gone back to back and they lost Burton, Catewell, Crichton, who's going to the Bulldogs next year, Apicoros, Croisau, Kikau, now Lenu, and they've added Luke Garner. Who I rate, I rate very highly. Good player. Good footballer. The Roosters went back to back 1920 and 1819, 1920, 1920, I think it was. Um, and they had Cronk, Cordner, and Friend retire. Yep. They replaced them with Suali'i, Sam Walker. Admittedly, he was only 18 years yep. of age at the time. Brandon Smith, Dom Young, and Spencer Lino. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I mean, like I just mentioned, it's. Um, and, and, you know, the it's a, it's a nice part of Australia to live, the eastern suburbs. Um, not that Penrith isn't nice. And I, I, I spoke to your Sats about this earlier. I mean, I, I wouldn't, it doesn't really matter where you live or where you play. It's the people. Yeah, exactly. It's the environment that you're in. Um, well, Panthers, I, Penrith wasn't one of my greatest options. Your kid, first choice? Kid, kid on the Gold Coast going to the Lower Blue Mountains. Yeah. How was it, though? Fell in love with Roy Simmons after an hour. And and how did you love it while you were out there, though? Loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely loved it. What I love about the Penrith team, and they get a lot of flack for this, mm. is how close they all are. You know, they're all hoopla and carrying on the field. It's just because they're great mates. I went through good a, arrogance, confidence. Yeah, about them. yeah. I, I, I went through an era at Cronulla from, you know, 90, end of 93 through to about uh, 2000, where there was just a lot of young blokes. We grew up sort of playing together, you know, from sort of 17, 18 years old at Cronulla. And we, you know, a lot of us graduated the first grade and we were playing together there. And we created this this bond between us that was unique. I didn't get it anywhere else. Yep. It was only there. And I think Penrith have that. I think another side that's starting to get that is is the North Queensland Cowboys. Yeah, I um, agree with you. I think they could create, uh, I think they're genuine title contenders this year. I think they needed last year. I think they would, they'll be genuine. They don't have an out-and-out star. I mean, they've got Tal Malolo. But if someone drops out, they've got this ability now, the Cowboys, I think, to be able to replace them. I think Val Holmes is pretty, pretty he is, solid. He is. He's, he's a I think, But they don't have that um, a Munster or a, mm. uh, a Nathan Cleary, which is a good sign, well, which what, is actually a good sign of a club. Well, well you think about this, though. I mean, you, uh, Nanai, you know, mm. the player he was last year, he's going to be better this year. Lukey, um, Ruben Cotter. You know, these types of players that are all a year older, they've been been in the mix, they've been in the furnace of finals football, they're just going to be – I just think they're going to be a great side this year. I think Chad Townsend steered the ship very well last year. Look, I just think um, – you know, and Drinkwater, I believe, can be a monster mm. for them. You know, You're right, yeah. I think he is a out-and-out footballer. Remember Toddy Payton saying to me last year that he reminds him of a lot of when Benji came into Greg because he played with Benji at the West Tigers. Yeah. Same, same mindset. Yeah, he just wanted to attack, attack yeah. all the time. He wanted to try and be unpredictable. Yeah, that's what we need in the game. Don't yeah, we? absolutely. Now a bit more closer to home, Rat. Uh, the Dolphins, a couple of really good signings in the last forty-eight hours. Mm. Last uh, Friday, Saturday, we learnt that Herbie Farnworth has signed for the twenty twenty-four season from the Brisbane Broncos, and his teammate, Origin player Tom Flegler, has also agreed to terms for twenty twenty-four. So. Positive news for year two. Oh, absolutely. And look, they're, they're building something, you know, they're not trying to build a, you know, a, well, they'd love to have built a team overnight that can, mm. you know, challenge for finals and the like. But the, what they didn't want to do is go out and blow all their money on players that, you know, really aren't the players that they want long term. I think they're, they're smart. I know, you know, you want to make some noise in that first year. I think, um, you know, being a part of the Titans in that 
in that inaugural season. Uh, I think we did sign some players that sort of created a bit of noise and there was a lot of attention on us. And I think we probably exceeded a lot of people's expectations. And I'm sure the Dolphins would have loved to have done that. But at the same time, they couldn't land that marquee player that yeah. they wanted. So what do they do? They just sort of, okay, let's be patient. Let's wait for the players that we want. Tom Flegler, young front rower. Uh, I think he's a great player and I think he's a great acquisition. Herbie Farmworth, I think, is a phenomenal player. He's a strike weapon. What's uh, going to be interesting is there's these rumours that he wants to play fullback. Everyone wants to play fullback now. You, you get mean, paid more to play fullback. Yeah, exactly. You're, <laughs> you, know, you, you deal with, with uh, players as a yep. player's agent. I mean, yep. centre was once the, the glamour position. It's now everyone wants to get out of the centre position and be a, a fullback. Even the wingers are getting more money. To- the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Matty Rogers here for his first official mm. first official show. Not just a ring-in anymore. No. Yeah, make sure you get involved <laughs> in the show at any stage. 0457-736-736. We're going to talk about the success of the Aussie women's T20 side overnight were victorious against the South Africans in the T20 final. Won 19-run win. At one stage there, it looked like it, you know, the South Africans may uh, put up a bit of a fight. But, again, it was just the uh, this is juggernaut that is the Australian T20 side. Now, mm. I suppose the argument is where do they sit when it comes to some of the most dominant sporting sides in the world right now. We've seen the All Blacks rat over the years where who were just an absolute force and you, you've well, had the pleasure yeah, of playing against well, them. Well, on the, on the wrong end of it too. Yeah. I'll say this. In, in right now, in the, in the current scheme of things, in the world of sport, I, 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 I can't think of anybody that matches Especially our women's... Especially from a national perspective. No, yeah. no. I, you know, I think if you look at a body of work, the All Blacks are probably the strongest yep. professional outfit, you know, across any sport. Mm. Um, but right now, they're certainly not that. I think you're right. Beth Mooney, who was outstanding, the opener, 74 or 53 balls. Uh, Ash Gardner, the all-rounder, who just signed a massive contact in, contract in the IPL, the first women's IPL. Uh, she got going and, and hit a, um, some really quick runs, really quick boundaries. She got player of the tournament. Um, so it was an outstanding effort again uh, for the Australian T20. So they've, that's their third T20 in a row. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's outstanding, isn't it? Do you I remember mean, when they they won their first T20 at Melbourne? Right. Cricket game, I think it was like 90-odd thousand. Katy Perry sang after the – on stage as well. As you do. Yeah. Katy rocks up. Yeah. Belts out a what, – what, what did she sing, do you remember? Uh, it's one of those heroes that – I've actually, you know, talking about Katy Perry. Yeah. I was um, – I didn't know who Katy Perry was, and I took my daughter to a Katy Perry concert <laughs> with four of her friends in the car. This is like six or seven years ago, and they just screamed all the way up. I thought, oh, surely they won't scream all the way back. But I didn't know who Katy Perry was, and I sat in the crowd and was in the concert, obviously, and made every single song that came on I knew and I could sing along to. I didn't just never knew they were Katy Perry songs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. You've got to spend more time with your teeny boppers. Yeah, now, yeah, um, yeah just a, a great outfit they are. And when you look across the scorecard – even when they take the wickets, there's no dominant bowler as well. Megan Schutt and Ash Gardner and uh, Darcy Brown, Jess Johansson all taking wickets. A couple of runouts as well. Um, well, just a, a sign of a great team. So it that's is. really, isn't it? I mean, across they the board, the talent, they're sharing, they? the, sharing the load and, and they're all delivering and, you know, aiming up when they have to. I, I know, you know, you look at the great Australian men's cricket teams over the years. They've got, you know, the batsmen are firing, the bowlers are firing. It's not one person doing the job, doing the heavy lifting. It's, you know, a team effort, which makes yeah. obviously a great team. And this is the way that it finished early hours of, in Australia this morning. 
And the legend that is this Australian cricket team creates yet another awe-inspiring chapter in cricketing folklore through a clinical display here at Newlands. It is their second hat-trick of T20 World Cup trophies. It is their sixth T20 World Cup trophy, their 13th title across this format and 50 overs combined. Yeah, I think you're right. I think when you start talking All Blacks and the dominance that one team has in one code, I've got no doubt, and cricket being as big as what it is around the world yeah. with India and Pakistan, those those Asian countries, this team would be would definitely be up there in the top two or three greatest national teams in any sport. Oh, it'd have to be. Yeah. Um, I think of our uh, women's hockey team yeah. over the years with yep. Rick Charlesworth, who was yep. coaching. He was. Uh, they were so dominant for many years. Um, yeah, but these guys, I mean, what, 13 titles? Yeah. That is just outrageous. Mm. Six World Cups. Uh, T20 World Cup. And broken down some real barriers, doesn't it, when it yeah. comes to female sport? I mean, there's a lot of people out there that still won't buy into female sport, but there are some sports uh, that females are really kicking down some doors. You know, the NRL are starting to do it. The AFL's oh, got every yeah, team yeah. in the competition now. But this cricket side, they are real pioneers when it comes to the women's yeah, sport. Yeah, I'm, I'm just jealous of them being in Cape Town celebrating their, their T20 win. Cape Town is a phenomenal city to party So you've played a couple of tests there? I've played a few tests. Is my it high flight, altitude there, No, Maddie, it's or not, not made at sea level. <laughs> <laughs> you've heard that story? Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, of the, one of the players on the beach, were, you know, we're, we're – doing our recovery after yeah. one of our training sessions and one and we're at the beach and one of the boys is like, mate, this, this, this altitude's really, really getting me. Eh? I'm, I'm really feeling, I'm not, I can't breathe properly. I'm like, mate, we're, we're at the beach. <laughs> we're, we're at sea level. We're not at altitude. <laughs> so, oh, wow. I, um, I thought I've just come to rugby and um, surrounded by morons, but that was just one. <laughs> it was just one. They, they play chess. They're very smart. They're very well educated. But, um, yeah, they just got uh, – someone got a little bit mixed up. And what the Australian women's team have done is they put another stamp on Newlands because of Newlands was, of course, the, the ground where the Australian side was, was sandpaper gate. Yeah, right. So it was once a bit of a stain on Australian cricket, Newlands, and now the Australian women's T20 team have – Left there in a positive. Yeah, probably doesn't rub that stain out though. Oh, <laughs> I would imagine. Oh. <laughs> like, I wouldn't is, think so. Is that an attempted pun then? Or no, is no. But... Stain out? <laughs> uh, let's get to a break. After the break, we're going to break down the Eels' 2023 season preview. They've had a couple of really big losses in their playing ranks, and can they repeat what happened in 2022? The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat here, and we're going to preview the Eels for 2023. They had a tremendous 2022 season when you look at a Parramatta season because they've always fallen one game short, the grand final qualifier. But last year, beaten in round one of the finals. Well, you could still argue they did fall one game short. They did. Yeah. One game short of making a grand final. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're, always yeah. a pro- you're like Woogie, prophet of doom. So, no, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I, I thought... Parramatta probably overachieved a little bit last year, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I think their window's closed. What, so lost round one of the finals, the Penrith, end up eventually playing Penrith in the grand final and beaten comprehensively, I yeah. thought. Just a masterclass again from Penrith. They just kept tightening the screws when they needed to. 
they finished fourth on 36 points. 16 wins, eight losses. They got what they look like having anywhere up to eight of their 2022 grand final side not in their round one clash yeah, against Melbourne Thursday. Being, yeah, being injured or yep. left the club. Um, yeah, look, I, I just think, you know, with the players that are going to be out, with, you know, well, Lane's out now. Madison's not available to round Still four. Still suspended. Still suspended. You said off air, what about the importance of that now, taking a fine as opposed to suspension? Oh, back, yeah. Sorry, taking a suspension as opposed, as opposed yeah, yeah. to a well, fine. I mean, if Lane's there, you probably don't miss him as much. Yeah, you're right. Now Lane's out. He's out until round four. Um, you've got, you know, a, a new spine that you're trying to, you know, get going. You've Josh got, Hodgson in for Reid Marnie. And that, yeah. that's going to be interesting. I like Josh Hodgson a player, as, a, as a player. I think he's a tremendous player, but it's a new club for him. He's yeah. new surrounding. Coming you know, back from an, an ACL. Yep. So, yeah, I've got, I'm, I, I think um, I think that I don't think they'll be in the top four this year. You reckon they'll, they'll drop? Yeah. Yeah, I, I certainly do. Yeah. And if they lose Moses and hope, hopefully they don't to injury, he's their key player, of course. He's, yep. a, he's the point scorer. Yeah, some of the losses, Oregon Kafusi to Cronulla. Great pickup for Cronulla. Mm. Reed Marnie, Murata Niakore to the Warriors. He's a tremendous yeah, player. Back rower, can play in the centres when you need. Uh, Isaiah Papali to the West Tigers, a really big loss as well. So not only have they lost key players, they've lost really good depth. Yep. And it's going, it's going to really hurt them. I, I don't know where they're going to go. I, I think with Moses, and this is only a little thing, but from experience, I suppose, Moses had a child, his first child in the offseason. Right. As we know, it really matures you as a regular player. If he can improve another ten percent based on that, I think they become another dangerous side. I'm not sure where they finish. You think they finish, finish miss the four? Yeah, I think they miss the four. I think they still make the eight. I think they yep. probably you know squeak into sort of sixth or seventh. Yeah, okay. Um, that's my prediction. But look, I mean, they're a solid side. Um, they're gonna, they're, you know, the thing that worries me about uh, the Parramatta Eels is, you know, last year, you know, when they had all their players now stacked, they lost games you don't expect a team like that to lose. They got beat by the Bulldogs, who were just uh, you know, a bit of a rabble last year. They weren't a great so what, outfit. What, what would you put it down to? What is it about Parramatta? Like, I've always felt as though they've been a little bit psychologically soft mm. in years gone by. I thought they jumped a massive hurdle 2021 when they just got beaten by Penrith in Mackay in terrible conditions, oh, like yeah. really humid conditions. Yeah. I thought they really jumped a hurdle. Mm. Last year, I think they went ahead again by at least making the grand final and getting through that that grand final prelim. Um, but they just can't nail it. For, for some reason, they just can't ice it. Yeah. What do you I, put at the I, end I'm, of it? I'm a, I'm a huge Clint Gutherson fan. Like yep. he, He's probably one of my favourite players to watch because if I, if I played with 12 Clint Guthersons on the, on the field, I, I, you know, I think you'd win, more, you'd win more than you lose. Yeah. Uh, I think everyone's just got to adopt his mentality. He's just all or nothing. Mm. Um, and it seems like sometimes they just get out there and they go through the motions. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of talent there. Um, you know, it's easy to say from the outside looking in. But, yeah, I just don't think they have that X factor. Yeah, you watch a football side and you think, well, they can just, you know, lay something on from yep. nothing. Um, they just don't seem to have that. If, if um, you know, if Moses isn't firing, you know, uh, they, they just they, they, there's no one else who's really standing and delivering. Um, I feel like he is the key to them and he needs support. Mm. Um, you know, Gutho, he's relentless in his, in his effort. Um, but, you know, Moses needs to, you know, be on the back of some great go forward, you know, setting up the plays, and you know, without that, um, you know, I just don't, I just don't think they're going to have what it got, takes to. Has he got some great courage? Look, when you look at his skill set, Clint Gutherson, he can't oh, really kick. Mate. He hasn't really got a precise pass on him. He's not 
you know, he's not overly like quick. Big. He's he, not even not a big guy. He's not a big powerful guy. No. Nah. But it's just all the will. You know the who, will to win. Mate, you think of another player like that, Jeff Toovey, the same. Yeah. Couldn't pass, couldn't kick. Like just one of the toughest, just grinds it out and just got it done. And that's Clint Gutherson. That's why you want players to play with his mentality uh, and with their skill set. I mean, yeah, look, that's what they need. Um, look, I, for the Parramatta fans out there, I'm sorry, but uh, I think you're going backwards this year and wow. I think your window's shut. Well, watch this space. Oh, window's shut. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, watch this space. Parramatta Eels, uh, hopefully, can go one more better and uh, win a comp in 2023. Don't go anywhere. After the break, we're going to catch up with SEN's Barrett Sundarason, who's caught up with Mitchell Stark, who looks like being back for the third test. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show, Sats and Rat. And we are fortunate to have a very good man in our stable, one of cricket's best commentators, and that's with SEN's Barrett Sunderace. And, and with Captain Pat Cummins ruled out of the third test, the Aussies desperately need one of their strike weapons back, and that's Mitchell Stark and Barrett Sunderace. And caught up with him not long ago in India. How's the finger? Yeah, it's all right. It's good enough. Um, it's good to go. Available for selection. Um, it's a test match, so yeah, it's, it's, um, it's always going to be good enough. Uh, I mean, two weeks ago in uh, Delhi, you said you had a few boxes that needed to be ticked. Do you think you've ticked most of those boxes now and you feel better now? Yeah, I think I said back then it was progressing um, slowly and probably slower, slower than I would have liked, but I'm, I'm quite impatient in that regard. So, um, yeah, it's still progressing. It's, it's, um, it's progressed uh, enough to be really comfortable um, with playing and... and um, still feel like I was available last week if, uh, if required on that wicket but um, yeah, having the extra week to um, get the head around the, I guess the comfort levels of the finger and, and, and tick off a few more sessions of, of um, skill execution and whatnot so it's really helped as well so yeah in a, in a good position and hopefully I can if brought upon play a, a role with this team. Uh, was there a moment uh, in the Nets in the last few weeks where you felt like alright I'm ready I mean I can do this pain no pain? I certainly felt ready last or before the before the last test, it wasn't a wasn't a case of not being um, mentally prepared or physically prepared. Um, the fact that I wasn't required last week just gave that opportunity for another week to to, to progress and, and to um, I guess get accustomed to some of the discomforts. So yeah, I certainly felt like I was ready to go um, physically and mentally before the last test. Um, but yeah, to, to give it an extra week of, of time in the nets. Um, few more sessions of bowling and, and gym work's always always nice as well, but um, yeah, it's in a good place. Uh, you've done this before, but just coming into the series and compared to like starting the series with Australia 2-0 down, uh, how do you look where the series is and what you can do and still achieve from the series you know, before you get back home? Yeah, there's still plenty plenty to achieve. Um, I mean, we haven't yet lost the series, so it's still an opportunity to, to, to draw the series. Um, and to win a couple of test matches is still a, is still uh, nothing to go unspoken about. It's, it's not an easy place to come and play, as, as uh, India's home record would suggest. 
Um, so still plenty to play for in this series and also for the World Test Championship to obviously cement that. Um, be nice to finish on top as well. Um, so yeah, and then I guess some, some personal ones along the way for the guys to to, to continue to, to develop their cricket in foreign conditions and some foreign conditions. So um, there's certainly plenty of plenty of things we can achieve through these last two tests. Uh, I mean, you and Pat go back a, a long way. I mean, these are moments when you realise that there's more to life than a game of cricket. Uh, just, uh, you know, you've been in similar positions as well. How difficult is it to deal with it and how happy are you that he is there with family right now? Yeah, it's it's um, it's not an easy one. It's, um, you know, it's, it's hard enough being in the same country in bubbles and, and trying to get your head around playing international cricket whilst your mind can sometimes wander back home. So um, for him to have the opportunity, obviously, after the last test to, to duck home, things um, sadly haven't haven't um, improved, I guess. So for him to have that opportunity to be around family um, is exactly where he needs to be. It's, it's um, I mean, I can only speak personally, it was hard enough um, trying to think about bowling and, and get your mind away from home. Um, sometimes it's a good distraction, um, but in the quieter times or times off, it's not great. So for him to have to captain as well and, and to, to juggle all the extra um, responsibilities that come with that, um, he, he was he, he handled that exceptionally well in Delhi, but but now he's exactly where he needs to be with his family. And just finally, Mitch, another World Cup medal coming home. Um, do you need an extra room for these? Uh, they're just piling on, aren't they? Might have to buy a new house. Um, <laughs> no, look, it's another one to to our collection. Oh, I'm going to keep yes. calling it. <laughs> no, they, they were phenomenal last night again. Um, another phenomenal World Cup. The, the record is incredible. Um, 13 World Cups across both formats is is um, it's double what, what the, the Aussie men have done. So um, they're this in, an incredible outfit to to dominate world cricket like they have for a long time, home and away pressure moments, they keep finding ways to win. Uh, just another special moment for, for Aussie girls and, and I'm sure they'll celebrate accordingly. Thanks, Mitch. Go well. Thank you very much. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Great chat there with Barrett Cinderacen and Mitchell Stark. And Chrissy Nelson from Racing Queensland catches up with us each and every week. Queensland is your place to race this year, and we've caught him playing Twilight Golf. Okay, the sun just hasn't gone down. Oh, He's just trying to get to the last two oh, holes, right? a bit of Twilight Golf. Hey, you hitting nine them? Holes. Hey, hitting them, Nelson? I'm not hitting them too bad, thanks, guys. Uh, great to chat, and I've had to uh, just about put the uh, the lights on the uh, the golf buggy here so I can get through these last couple of holes before it gets dark. Because as you know, in Queensland, there is no twilight no, it gets no. dark. We'll uh, we'll put the mock on you, mate. You'll we'll, we'll probably go bad after this chat. <laughs> yeah, bogey, thanks, bogey, Appreciate double that. bogey. Um, give us a wrap up from the weekend. What stood out? Oh, it was a massive weekend for Queensland. Uncommon James won the Oakley Plate. It was Ben Thompson's first Group One win down there at Sandown. So. Amazing scenes post-race. It was great for Ben to win that and win it in Melbourne, of course, which is where he's originally from. Uh, Ryan Maloney uh, won a Group 1 in Sydney, of course, on uh, Sunshine in Paris uh, for Annabelle Neesham. So it was just an unbelievable weekend for Queensland horses. Uh, hopefully it can continue on for the rest of the Autumn Carnival. Yeah, mate, I know, I know it's not a, not wasn't in Queensland, but Animo, you've got to be impressed with that horse. What an animal. Oh. 
he's just a ripper. Matty, when he won that size produce and the champagne stakes as a two-year-old, I reckon then you could see that he just had something special, you know, a couple of years ago. And people just want to knock him all the time. Yep. Oh, he can't win. I don't know why he can't win because he, he, he might not win by big spaces, but he just gets the job done every single time. So he is an absolute champion. He's a great horse to have racing. Well, he's just smart, mate. I only ever ran as fast as I had to to, get, to stay away from someone. I didn't want to run any exactly. faster than I had to. <laughs> Why would you have to? Exactly. You know, he's exactly. never going to win a race by six lengths. It's just no. not going to happen. And no, it makes good sense to me. Yeah, yeah I love listening to the Cummins family talking about uh, Animo. Now, what oh. meetings have we got this week? We've got a big week this week. We race at uh, Townsville tomorrow. We race at Doombin on Wednesday, Ipswich on Thursday. And we've got the doubleheader on Friday, Cairns during the day and the Sunshine Coast under lights at night. Uh, Dolby on Saturday, Aquas Gold Coast Polytrack on Saturday. And Eagle Farm also. Now, a good meeting at Eagle Farm. We've got these rich two-year-old jewel races coming up at, at uh, Doombin sorry, in two weeks. But we've got preludes for them on uh, Saturday. There's also a three-year-old prelude. So they're going to be really, really good, strong races. And we also race, of course, at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday afternoon. So another busy week, Sats. Can you, um, firstly, I want to be at Cairns on Friday, jump on a flight and be down for Twilight <laughs> Sunshine Coast on Friday. Sounds no, awful. What a great day that would be. Can you explain to a <laughs> well, novice you know like me? We are. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't, I'm not promoting anything here, but the new airline that's out, and I'm sure you would have heard of um, Bonza. Yes. They're flying Sunshine Coast to Cairns. Wow. So you can do it. We we'll have to get our commercial team onto that. Yeah, that could be a, an no, outside broadcast yeah, trip. <laughs> yeah. yeah, certainly would. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Chris, for joining us. We'll talk to you during the week. You'll have some tips for us. I certainly will, guys. Look forward to it. Enjoy the rest of your day. Just See hope you, you don't go bogey, double bogey. Just keep your head down, son. <laughs> I'll eat them all in the trees. I've got to concentrate. <laughs> thanks, mate. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yes, yeah, Sats and Rat bringing you home on a Monday evening, brought to you by New Farm Australia through and through. Let's get to the weather. And if you're listening in Mount Isa, home of, give me one, Rat. Uh, the Mount Isa Rodeo. Or oh, Scott Prince. Scott Prince. Scott Prince, Mount Isa boy, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the Mount Isa Rodeo Never is been. special. Yeah, yeah, Never special. been. It's a bucket yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, you got to get there. You've been? No. <laughs> but I've seen it on video. Well, Mount Isa, there's a slight <laughs> chance of showers tomorrow. Top of 34 and a chance of an afternoon Thunderstorm. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. And just a bit of a last blast news. And Jake Paul, mm. him and his, both he and his brother Logan Paul are YouTubers. I don't know what a YouTuber is. I don't know how you make money out of it. But apparently this guy's a multi-squillionaire yes, from it, yeah. him and his brother. But he's been um, hosting some some boxing bouts against some big names. Yeah. Um, ben Askren, former UFC. Anderson Silva, just yeah. to name a couple. Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley, another UFC. Yeah. He's won everyone. He won all of them at the moment. Yeah, of course. But he fought uh, Tyson Fury's brother this morning, Tommy Fury. Mm, he actually fought a boxer. Fought a boxer. And... 
his boxing career, he's now got his first loss. Well, he's, he fought a boxer, and, yeah. and that person can box, and he got outboxed. Yep. Uh, mate, it was uh, – I, I actually listened to it. I didn't, I didn't watch it, but um, – just seemed like he was never in it. I'm, I mean, I don't know. Did you watch? Yeah, it? I watched. I watched. Yeah. Um, Tommy Fury looked pretty good, actually. I mean, they're never going to be world. Jake, Tommy Fury's never going to be a world title holder. No, but um, they gave him a belt for some reason. I don't know what belt it represented, <laughs> but, um, well, he's but ta- he, yeah, he's taking it home to his daughter. He said, yeah, he yeah, yeah. He sacrificed everything for this fight. He won on split decision. Um, actually, Tommy Fury got knocked down to an eight count in the last round. I heard that. Did yeah. you hear that they they did a deal at the press conference? It was all or nothing. I, Jake Paul said to him, I'll pay you double if you beat me. And if you don't, oh, wow. then, you know, then I, you, you don't get paid. And they agreed on stage, but apparently there was a contract drawn up and he, and Tommy Fury didn't sign it. He'll be dirty. He didn't sign didn't it. Didn't sign it. No. Nah. Wow. So it was fought in Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Early this morning, Australian time. And it was billed the truth. I don't know what the truth is. The truth is. That Jake Paul's boxing career is a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> it's, it's a money-making exercise. That's, that's all it all is. All for his YouTube and, and his I, new drink. I'll tell you what. Well, yeah, it's his brother's drink. And, um, oh, I, do, I, get them both. I can't yeah, get them both mixed up. Yeah, Logan Paul and oh. KSI, the other YouTuber, made the He's drink a prime or whatever it's called. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I will say that, you know, joke or not, it, you know, the money that these guys are making out of, you know, just the interest that they're creating is uh, it's it. obscene. It's, a, it's a, out, of, out of this world. Uh, we'll finish on that note. Thanks for joining us. How was your first shift? Oh, seamless. Great. Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. It's, um, you know, I feel like I've got to go and have a little lie, lie down. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining the show. We'll be here again tomorrow. I think we'll give you back tomorrow. And um, see you then. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.